I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, it is November, a show of and about gratitude. Here we go. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters Podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters Podcast. I'm Amy. And this is episode 455, A Cup of Gratitude. So, almost two weeks into the month, into November, and I think back a few years, and I can't even begin to imagine how I managed daily shows that year. The year that I posted a podcast each day in November How I managed the energy to pull together and weave the strands to support each of those shows. Short shows, they were short, but even so, the thinking, the writing, the recording, the posting, I don't remember how I really pulled it off, but I do remember the mindset that went into it. I do remember the moment of clarity and hope the conviction right before it started. I remember the light. I remember the hill. I remember writing and talking about gratitude in tears and in awe. I don't know how I managed it that year. I just can't see it. I have more time now, and yet something is different. I keep trying to figure it out. In working on daily writing this month as part of NaNoWriMo, I have thought a lot about those early gratitude shows, about the sequence of those shows. There was a pre-show that led to everything. The first gratitude-focused show in which talking about gratitude felt awkward, felt so somehow out of scope for me, so unknown, so unknown. I was somehow embarrassed to talk about gratitude and embarrassed about being embarrassed, but embarrassed to put my hope into the open, my tenuous hope that by more proactively stating and seeing and recognizing moments of gratitude, I would feel better about my life, feel less negative about so many things. Could that happen? Was it possible? How did that work? Why would that work? Even now, when I think about it and when I type these words, I feel the same quiver of optimism, the gilded sense that maybe gratitude can make me calmer, more content, more mindful, happier, more appreciative, more aware, nicer. I know it doesn't change the contours. I know that. Can it do all those other things? That first year, I was embarrassed, but somehow really drawn. I knew my listeners were all over the spectrum. They still are. Each of you is different. And I felt sort of hokey, suddenly talking about gratitude instead of ink and crayons and watercolor and paper and bullet journals and habit formation and time tracking and poetry 
and the creative practice, creative habit, and creative mindset. Now, I would say those things are not really all that separate. But at the time, I didn't know how closely related all of those things might be to a gratitude mindset, a gratitude habit, a gratitude project for me. I think people who haven't tried a gratitude project sometimes have that fear that it's hokey, that it's woo-woo, whatever the words you might use are for something that seems rooted in something very different than what you consider the clear path ahead or rooted in something more spiritual if you are not a spiritual person, mystical somehow in ways that defy our everyday assumptions, expectations, and patterns. Sure, you have a word for it. I'm sure there are things that even now you look at and say, oh yeah, that's a little too a little too something for me. You probably know exactly what I mean. And for some people, they see people talk about gratitude and they think that. They think, oh no, that's a little too something. For some people, seeing gratitude as an option can be hard. There are health concerns. There are money issues. There may be loss or fear, anxiety or loneliness or depression. Or maybe everything is awesome. Money is a plenty. Hair is thick. Weight is in the target zone. Friends are always there. Who needs gratitude? So many other issues or bounties, either way, can go in either list. Everyone's story is different. And yes, so many stories look one way on the surface and are not quite that. Most stories are a combination of all of these things. But I can see so many ways that people might turn a skeptical eye at gratitude. At both ends of the spectrum, I can see why people might be skeptical. The everything is awesome and the everything is a struggle. Why? Why gratitude? How can it help me? What can it offer? What will I learn? What good is it to say I am grateful for little things like my sweater, my dog, a car that runs? What good is it to be thankful for this one coffee cup when I don't know how we'll pay for college, when I know I am worth more than my job can pay, when I don't know how we can survive? the inflation, when we all know I never realized I would end up a caretaker, when I know that things have changed in the past few years and will continue to change, when I know there is no this will get better, when I look ahead and know there will be no one to call when and if I am ever at this same point myself, when I know even right now there is no one to call this cup seems so inconsequential. It's a simple cup. A simple cup. It's a simple cup. It can't offset the weight of the anxiety, the reality of the strains, the magnitude of the health issues, the gaping sadness of how our lives change as our kids grow up and leave. The mess that surrounds me that I just don't know how to fix. My fear of the basement. And on and on and on. Before all of this, when things were good and there was no understanding that everything could wind up so different, I might have thought gratitude silly, silly, but easy. 
it is, I still believe. And I, I shouldn't, but I still believe. I keep hoping this will change for me. But I still believe that it is probably easy or easier to be grateful when everything seems good. Easy to be grateful for plenty, for bounty, for more than enough, for buying both as a solution to overthinking, for places to go, friends to see, an upwardly mobile path. I do think gratitude may be easier then, but just as often overlooked. When things are challenging, temporary or not, I think gratitude is maybe harder, harder to believe in. And this whole line of thought, it often leaves me in tears as I think it through and write it out. But it is something that I often find incredibly emotional. There is an awful lot wrapped up in how we think about gratitude and how it makes us think about everything else. I like to think that gratitude is important and powerful at both ends of the spectrum. But I sometimes think that those who often approach it heart and hand are the ones who are struggling, who question at the core why it matters, what difference it could possibly make, but who may be drawn to the idea that there is something there for them. I do believe gratitude is for everyone and should be for everyone. I do believe gratitude can help us realign our understanding of need and want, help us streamline our sense of how much is too much, help us ask why, help us simplify and find a better balance and understanding, more clarity about what really matters. I do link gratitude and simplicity and gratitude and simplification and gratitude and more mindfulness. I link all of these things together. And I think gratitude asks us to be open to everyday moments, to seeing colors and light and simple beauty that we might otherwise overlook or pass by in a haze or a rush. One of the most powerful things gratitude always seems to bring me is an appreciation of these everyday moments. Moments where I marvel at the world around me, at the scope and scale of existence. And moments, yes, where I appreciate the curve of a ukulele or the curl of the dog asleep on the couch, the big and the small. This is why I come back to it again and again, maybe. I realize there is something so incredibly important in this path and in this feeling of awakening of coming out of this sleepwalking numbness that so often dictates our days. This eye-opening approach, this open-eye approach, eyes open. That cup, it's simple. And sometimes writing down or saying out loud or entering in my daily tracking system, I am grateful for this turquoise cup, seems incredibly simple. Silly, maybe, inconsequential, definitely not enough to outweigh other things. A voice in me might counter. 
even though I can't get the stains out. Another voice might say, if that's rust, it could be dangerous. How come you keep drinking out of it? Another part of me knows that periodically I tackle cleaning it, and I've read some other suggestions recently that I will try again. Shutting down all of those distractions in my head, all of those moments of devil's advocate, all of those things that try and take away from the simple appreciation of the cup. If I take all of those things away, I am happy for the cup, happy to have the cup, grateful to have this cup. In this moment, there is light coming in from a window and the light casts shadows on the cup, changes the tone of the cup in places so there are beautiful shades of teal, mintier and more intense greens right in the face of the sun and darker aquas on the side in the shadow. The light is just streaming right across this cup and then right onto my keyboard and across my pens and this little bitty space that I make use of for pretty much everything that I do these days. And I am grateful for all of that. Doesn't mean any of it is perfect. There's stains here, there's stains there. This looks old and faded. This is kind of a mess. The table's a little too small. There's all kinds of buts that we can add. I like that gratitude puts the focus on just the simple, concrete thing. I'm grateful for this cup. Talking about gratitude that first year was just as out of character for me at the time as talking more openly about personal things that underwrite my story, but that I rarely spell out here on the CMP. The lines are somehow drawn in the sand on the CMP in terms of what I say and what I don't. I started in a certain place, the show morphed into something different, and we skirt the edges of the day-to-day reality, but the boundaries are in place. There are boundaries for me. Even so, gratitude washed in that first year. It shook the foundations. It put me in a place of memory or attempts at tracking down memory or trying to sort out memory. It put me in a place where I had to deal with the current reality and the fact that things had changed and now have changed even more. All of the other things led me to the point where gratitude seemed hard for me and yet something I needed. And that was several years ago. I've tried since then again and again to build gratitude into my daily practice. Sometimes I'm good about it and sometimes I fall short, but it no longer feels so out of reach or out of context or improbable and impossible. I no longer think that. I know that others who hear me probably look at me and think, all of this is just too much. We often have certain impressions about what we think other people think of us, and that's something to try and stop too. I am writing about gratitude as part of daily writing for another challenge that I'm doing right now, and bits about gratitude and gratitude quotes are part of daily posts that I am making on Instagram as part of that, not my regular Instagram, but another account. And I know people just sort of skate on by. I do know how it can look to be 
always talking about something like this, but I don't feel weird talking about gratitude now. Maybe I've shared some of the quotes so many times and written them into my journals so many times that they've sunk in. And yet each time I resurface a quote and I read it, I am always struck by it. I feel like there is always something I can learn from it, some way that it helps me think about and realign my own understanding. I talk about gratitude just as I talk about mindfulness, about slowing down, about seeking opportunities for whimsy, wander, and journey, about individual voice, and about valuing your creative life. I won't say I am good at gratitude necessarily. I will say I'm trying and that I try. I am comfortable talking about it and thinking about it and trying to really understand it. And every November, I seem to find myself again with some form of gratitude project or focus. And it's not just November, but every November I approach it with renewed gusto, I guess. In some years, I've drawn large drawings, added to them day by day with a gratitude framework. Working on those was special. Each year I did it, it was such a just right project for me. In some years, I focused on writing. Sometimes I just focus on my own awareness. I do really think gratitude is ultimately, and and there are exceptions, but ultimately a private practice. And there are exceptions, again, that can really flip that and can make it incredibly powerful. But I think it's harder to find the context for that and the right people. Ultimately, I think it's a private practice. That opens you up, though, to being grateful for all kinds of quotidian things, the little things. It's not a competition with somebody else about this versus that or what they have versus what you have. You don't have to think about the color of the grass. It's just you and your things and your awareness and what you see and what you feel and what rises to the surface when you sit every morning or every night and say, what am I grateful for today? What few things came up for me today that I am just grateful for these things. You don't have to prove something to someone else by the loftiness of your gratitude. Don't do a gratitude practice because it might make you look or sound like a better person. Do it because you think it has something to offer you. Even if you don't know what that is, you don't have to know what that is to start. You do not have to understand what a journey will offer you in order to believe the journey is one you need to start. This idea has been really important for me in recent weeks. It is how I have defended and explained a certain project that I'm doing. I may have even said the words on the last show. I think I did because I have put myself on a new journey and I have given so much thought to that sense of not knowing and yet not letting the not knowing stop me because I feel like there is still something this journey will offer. And that other project I'm doing, it coincides at least for the first 30 days in November with gratitude. So it's all wrapped up together. November has come to be a month of gratitude awareness for me, a month of seeking my own inroads to a gratitude mindset, a month of looking with open eyes at the world around me, moments from the year of the spark shows, They totally have stuck with me. Moments of light that I remember even now, 
while sitting at a table and writing, moments of light while driving from school, seeing certain palettes after rain, moments of light at the top of my hill, and a rekindling of appreciation for the view and for everything that the ability to have that view means. One night this week, I walked the dog just as it turned dark, an hour earlier than the night before. Yes, because the time had just changed, but it was also a transition from light to dark that happened in a snap. I looked out the window and I saw that it was almost dark, and I didn't want to miss the final bit of light, which often happens. I notice, oh, it's getting dark, and I continue working or whatever I'm doing, and I look up a half hour later and it's totally dark. So I said, hey, Siri, set a timer for 10 minutes. I figured there was maybe a half hour before dark, but the 10 minutes were not even up when I looked around and I realized the light was almost completely gone. So we hurried out the door. We went out and we always have a choice to make down or up, left or right. So we went to the top of the hill and I wanted to see if there was any lingering light in the distance over the water. That is the moment of November for me. The moment where I say, oh, we should go up because maybe I will see something because I thought about it right now and I need to look. I need to see. I need to not miss whatever this opportunity is. So we walked up and there was light. I stopped at the top of the hill and I took a panorama photo. It's very interesting because it's a hill. It stretches out to embrace both the downhill view and then the top of the hill view right next to it all as one streamlined view. That's just a really wonderful thing to see. So I started the panorama and I slowly turned, trying, of course, to figure out whether I needed to move the phone up or down to keep the arrow on the line as I was turning. It's somehow counterintuitive to me and I almost always lift or lower the phone in exactly the opposite way that it wants me to do. But the resulting image, it's not perfect. You can see where I went the wrong way, but it's a beautiful image of near dark, dark in the foreground, dark down the hillside, dark on the street, but orange and blue and gold and periwinkle in the distance over the water. It's, it's a beautiful photo. And I only stopped to do it and only thought to do it and probably only walked up the hill because it's November. And that means I am so much more aware. Every time I walk out the door, I stop, I look at the sky, I look around me, I breathe. And I think, wow. On two other nights, I had similar moments at near dusk, lighter, a bit earlier in the day, but both times, the beauty of the sky, the view from the bottom of the hill, each night was different, the colors were different, the light was different streaming into that scene. It can transform how that scene looks in just an infinite number of ways. Each night, so hard to capture in a photo, so hard to lock the colors in place in my head. The photo just can't get the intensity of the colors it can't differentiate properly. It doesn't understand what I'm after. But instead, a moment of gratitude for the simple seeing, for the beauty, for the consistency, for the expanse, for everything that is so hard to explain. This stopping and looking, this light, this is November. 
I am grateful that at some point I was jolted into awareness, jolted into realizing that gratitude might make a difference. I sometimes think I still wear it awkwardly, but I try and I am trying. There is much to be grateful for. In your journals this month, I hope you make a space for gratitude. I have a space in my daily log And I've talked before I use Notion, but I have a space where I list gratitudes each day or where I invite myself to do that. A space built in that is a bit of a prompt. Oh, you should enter this. So I prompt myself to list three gratitudes each day, not just in November, but every day. And some people do more. Some people do less. I don't have to enter three. I might enter one. Some people like to do lots and lots. I find if I even write down one, it can be very powerful. If I write down three, somehow you feel it. It's like an exponential sense of awareness. Sadly, I don't always fill it in. Even though I built in the space, often don't fill it in. Sometimes I have trouble even going back and really kicking myself back into gear to do my daily log. So gratitude is an ongoing process. It's a habit that you have to stick with and you have to keep at it. And it may be that the system you use changes over time. What you try might not work, might try something else. There are lots of art ways to do it. And I've talked about lots and lots of those before. One way that always turns out quite beautiful is sort of starting from the middle and writing your gratitudes in concentric circles or sort of like in a spiral, and just writing them around that and filling an entire page, a big page. Can be really beautiful can be beautiful to watch it happen. And you do it over time. You do it over time, you add to it. For this month, I am jotting something down each day in my illustrated journal. I'm trying to just a note. I'm not necessarily even illustrating that, although that would be good, but just trying to put something down. You will have your own approach and your system something that will work for you. And you might not hit upon it the first time you might have to try several things. It might be something that morphs over and over. Several times I've done it just in a list in Evernote or a text editor. You could do it in Notion. And those have sometimes been my favorite things to do just to keep this running list of gratitudes. I have done it with my kids in the past. That was really powerful. If you have kids that are home, you might consider it. Again, you can go back and find all those shows. You can go back and listen to November shows for the last four years and find lots of ideas, lots of stories about gratitude and people who have gratitude partners and practices of sharing or storing gratitudes. If it works best for you to write them down on paper, do that. If you like to write them on slips of paper, put them in a jar. Some people have traditions where the slips in the jar are later read, but you might be someone who just wants to see all those slips, see the jar fill that it's the writing down that matters, not the going back. Or maybe it's a jar that 10 years from now, you dump it out and you sit and you read and you probably cry. And that doesn't sound happy, but it actually would be a good thing. So maybe you wouldn't cry. Maybe you would just smile at all those wonderful things you recorded. If you've ever done any quilling, you might like the idea of rolling your slips tightly around a toothpick to coil them. You could glue them, but you wouldn't have to. You could probably just coil them and then drop in your little coils. What a profound experience it would be to watch the jar fill 
It might take years. And that seems exactly as it should be. If you, I don't know if they still have these, but when I was a kid, they had the little horoscopes you could buy that were in those little bitty folded up rolls and you would unroll them. They came in, I think, different colors. I don't honestly even know if I ever had one. I just think I thought they were always super cool. Those would be bigger. I'm thinking smaller. In the book I'm reading, they send, of course, little bitty notes wrapped up and carried by birds, right? Little bitty, little bitty coils, little scrolls, your scrolls of gratitude, scrolls of gratitude. I don't know how you will approach it, but I hope you do. There are no easy answers. One simple moment of saying thank you won't change your life. 30 might not feel any different, but each moment of awareness, they add up. And each day that you work at this habit, I think it becomes part of something that can be a more powerful shift for you, a shift in mindset. I think so often people think it's simple or soft to practice gratitude. People are skeptical of gratitude as a personal practice. People get tired of the energy gratitude requires or they think it requires. It doesn't take a whole lot of energy just to say, I am grateful for this, that, and this. But I've read so many wonderful stories of people with sustaining gratitude practices. So I hope that in November, you give gratitude a try. You don't have to think about huge things. It is okay to simply look around you and find small things that you love, things that bring you comfort, that you are glad you have. Maybe you are grateful for this or that opportunity or this or that shared time or people, or places, or windows, or plants, or coffee pods, and tea bags. Maybe you are grateful for an act of kindness, or an act of health. Maybe you are grateful for pens, and inks, and pencils, or shiny new erasers. Maybe you are grateful for things that make you smile, or bring you comfort, or make life easier. You don't have to defend gratitude to someone else. You don't have to defend it. You just have to claim it. You don't have to define it in a way that meets what someone else thinks. You just have to claim it. I'm grateful for the softness of the orange fleece vest. I'm grateful for the unicorn pet speaker sitting on my table. I'm grateful for the line of pins next to me. I'm grateful for a book series that will carry me through many months. I'm grateful for a chair and a fold-up table. I'm grateful for a way to record my words. I'm grateful for many things that get recorded elsewhere, not in this list that I will read aloud. Although these lists can be very powerful. The more you write down, the more you might find that you come even closer to other things that make your list, to better appreciation for your day-to-day, to better understanding. You may find that the more you observe what you are grateful for, the more you understand ways in which you want to change things or shift things or put other things in practice. This cup, I didn't realize I would adopt a single cup approach. Maybe I was moving there all along. It wasn't a plan. It was actually a gift. Wasn't even a color at the time that I thought, oh yeah. So I sort of fell into it. And there have been a few times this year that I've used something else. Not so many. Again, it wasn't a challenge. No harm done if there was a day here or there that wasn't this cup. Maybe next year I will do a one cup challenge. This was just a lifestyle act. One that grew out 
of all the things I believe at this point, and that in doing it over and over and over, I have realized how much I enjoy it and how it has simplified so many things and how easy it is. And for me, how right. I'm doing another challenge right now that falls in line with this. And it is not an accidental one, although I kind of just started, but I did have to actually buy something. So it is deliberate. I did it on purpose. Don't quite know still exactly where I'm headed. And I didn't know what the outcome would be before I started. And now that I'm a few weeks into this other challenge, I am seeing how things are related. I'm feeling like things are related, that I've coupled it with the gratitude month and with NaNoWriMo has been really powerful. I had said I probably wouldn't talk about it on the CMP to the couple of people who said, will you talk about it? But I probably will because I think things are so often connected in ways we don't anticipate. And like gratitude, some of you will be surprised both ways. Some will be like, well, of course. And some will be like, no, she didn't. No, she didn't. But yeah, see, I did and I am. And it's all related. So I hope you have a good week with many moments of gratitude awareness. I am the art. The art is me. So a long show. Again, I don't know how I did daily shows, but a long show. And that's probably okay because I don't seem to be able to pull it all together in quite the same way. I am grateful that I'm still using the microphone I started with in 2006 and that I figured out a way to hook my things together that would allow me to sit here in this different space at this little table. Grateful for those things. I'm grateful that for the moment I still have a place to put my shows so that they can go out for someone to hear them. I'm grateful for those of you who listen. Incredibly grateful for those of you who listen. And sometimes out of the blue, I hear from someone and I am reminded that there are people who listen. And so thank you. Thank you to those of you who reach out at whatever point in your own journey, you have found this show and you reach out. It means a lot to me. It is very easy for each of us to end up feeling like we don't matter. In the scheme of so much beauty and life, such vast existence, and our one little tiny point in that. So thank you. As always, I'm Amy, and you can reach me at creativitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. The show notes are on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. The music I play is courtesy of Nikolai Heidlis. Thank you to those of you who support the show in any way at Ko-fi or Patreon or wishlist donations, things related to pen and ink, to seeding this journey. There are so many things I wish I could do and I can't always sort out the sheer logistics and that makes me crazy because there are really so many things I wish I could do. So thank you to those of you who do support the show. I appreciate those of you who engage with me in other ways as well. 
And did I say everything? Let's see. You can find me at Instagram as Oamy Oamy. If you are super curious about what I'm talking about and pretty much intrigued or interested or share philosophy about gratitude and mindfulness, you can let me know. But again, it is a lifestyle thing. And I will admit it involves a selfie a day. So of some form. Oh, Amy, oh, Amy at Instagram, creativity matters podcast at Instagram has the hashtag illustrate your week prompts each week. This was week 45, I think. And that means the end of the year is rapidly approaching. So it's been a really, really powerful year for my own understanding of what I'm doing with hashtag illustrate your week. And I am looking forward to 2022 and being deliberate about the fact that I will be doing it, I hope, for a whole year and making that available to you for a year. Pretty much it's been a whole year this time, but there were a couple of weeks that didn't happen and I didn't at the time realize that I would regret that. So sometimes we don't even realize the journey until we're in the middle of the journey. So again, thank you. Until next time, remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. And don't forget to breathe. Have a good week, everyone. Find your gratitude. Write it down.